Welcome to FCCI. We have prayed for you. We're excited about this opportunity that we have to worship God in spirit and in truth. So let's worship together and have an awesome time in the Lord. Amen. 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 Just stand and worship with us this morning. of glory, the king above all kings, who shakes, who shakes the whole earth with holy thunder, who leaves us breathless and all in wonder, the king of glory, the king above all kings, who brings a chaos back into order who makes the orphan a son and daughter the king of glory the king above all kings yeah this is amazing grace
entered the grave and worthy is the lamb who was saved and worthy is the king who conquered the grave and worthy is the lamb who was saved worthy is the king who conquered the grave and worthy is the lamb who was saved worthy worthy
come on. I want you to be that sound of a generation. We're going to repeat that chorus one more time. We're going to declare who he is this morning. We're going to be that sound. We're going to be that sound.
and Hosanna, Hosanna, Hosanna in the highest, and Hosanna, Hosanna, Hosanna in the highest, and Hosanna, Hosanna, Hosanna in the highest, oh, Hosanna, Hosanna, Hosanna in the highest, Hosanna in the highest, Hosanna in the highest. Worship you, Hosanna. We worship you, and Hosanna, Hosanna, Hosanna in the highest, Hosanna in the highest. Yes, Lord, you are high. We worship you, Lord. We lift you high today, Lord. We lift you high. to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Praise Jesus. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Come on, all over the auditorium, let's lift our hands if you can. Come on, let's give worship unto our God. Let's worship the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Come on, let's bless his name this morning. Hallelujah. Holy Spirit, have your way. Holy Spirit, have your way. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Come on, don't let me lead you in worship. You just worship God. You just worship God. You just worship Jesus this morning. Glory to God. His presence is here. It's in the atmosphere. Oh, come on, worship God. We praise you, Jesus. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Jesus. Hosanna. 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 Hosanna in the highest. Praise God. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, we do honor you this morning. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. Father, we thank you today for your son Jesus, our Lord and our Savior, the King of kings and the Lord of lords. And Father, we come to celebrate the birth, the entrance of Jesus, the Word, into the earth realm. Father, we give you the glory and we give you the praise. And we thank you for Jesus. We thank you for Jesus. Glory to God. And Father, we thank you that because you're here and because we're here we shall experience a transformation and so father I declare and decree that no one will leave this place the same but will be changed in Jesus name thank you for ministering to people during our time of worship thank you that glory to God the garment of heaviness was has been replaced with the garment of praise and we give you glory and we give you praise for it in Jesus name have your way in this place Holy Spirit and we bless you for it in Jesus name amen 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 can we give Lord the Lord a praise just one good time come on can we bless his name glory to God well we want to welcome everybody to our joy to the world Christmas celebration amen Praise God. Before we go any further, I do want to just take a few moments to just uh, minister to some people and just have some body ministry this morning. Because unfortunately, even though joy is ours and joy has been released in the earth realm with Jesus, Christmas is not always the most joyful time for everyone. Christmas sometimes is the time when they miss loved ones or are reminded of some pain that they may have experienced in life. And so we don't want to overlook that today. We want to make sure that everyone has a touch from God today. Amen. So if you would, would you just grab your neighbor's hand and, and would you close in the aisles for us? And we're just going to have a time of prayer. And just thank God for his goodness, but also believe God that the joy, <laughs> the joy of the Lord will be the strength of those who needed this holiday season. Amen. So, Father, we do bless you today. We thank you so much for Holy Spirit. He's our comforter. He's our advocate. He's our guide. He's our intercessor. He's our strengthener. So, Father, we call on the comfort of Holy Spirit now and we call on the joy of the Lord now to live big on the inside of every person under the sound of my voice. Whether they're here in the auditorium or watching us online throughout our campus, I speak the joy of the Lord will be in complete manifestation 
in their lives during this Christmas season. Father, when the remembrance of, of loved ones that may have, may have passed, may the joys well up on the inside of them. That they begin to give you thanks and praise for their lives, but that eyes but give you thanks and praise that you've kept them great. Praise God. And so, Father, we bless you and we thank you. We come against every assignment of the enemy. We cancel every, every strategy that he has to lead people into depression this, this Christmas season. We come against it now in the name of Jesus and declare no weapon formed against us will prosper. And Father, help us understand that even though we don't have everything we want under the tree, we always have you. And you'll never leave us nor forsake us. And you are the greatest gift that any man or woman can ever possess. And we give you praise and we give you honor for it. In the name of the Lord Jesus, we thank you. And we give you praise. Can we lift our hands and praise God for the joy of the Lord? Being our strength in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. Praise, praise the God. Lord. Come on, let's just give it up one more time for Jesus. Glory to God. Hallelujah. God. He is the best thing that has ever happened to us. Amen. Amen. Before you're seated, we want to take this opportunity to first welcome those who are viewing us on our iCampus. So can you guys just give a good God bless you to those who are viewing us. Merry Christmas Amen. to you. We love you. We appreciate you tuning in. And for those of you who are standing, we want to take this opportunity to welcome all of our first-time guests. So if you're visiting with us for the very first time on this morning, on behalf of Pastor Fry, myself, and the partners of Faith Christian Center International, we say welcome to you. When you came in, you should have received a welcome packet. Inside of this packet is information on how we can minister to you and your family. Additionally, on the inside of the packet is a connect card. If you haven't done so already, please take a moment to fill it out in its entirety and then take it back to the Welcome Center where you received it because we have a special gift for you being with us here on this morning. We believe that your visit here is not by chance but by divine appointment because we have already prayed for you. Amen. And our prayer and declaration is that you're going to have an encounter with God during our morning service and also have the FCCI experience. So before you're seated, our partners and our friends want to meet you and greet you in the name of the Lord. Amen, amen. Praise God.
Here are this week's announcements. Partners and friends, our young people are going to help us finish 2018 strong during Youth Sunday on Sunday, December 30th at 10 a.m. Come and support our tweens and teens as they worship God and minister to us in their own way. Bring others with you and we'll see you there. Calling all actors, actresses, and anyone else interested in drama. This casting call is to participate in a life-changing drama presentation for Easter 2019. Men, women, and children ages 10 and up are needed. If interested, please visit the Welcome Center located in the lobby for audition dates, more information, and to sign up. From BET, TBN, TBS, Comic View, Showtime at the Apollo. It's the hilarious Akin Tunde. Oh, yeah. Akin Tunde Live. Jokes and Music Comedy Tour. The 2014 Dove Award Comedian of the Year. Faith Christian Center International. It's your brother, comedian Akin Tunde, and I'm coming back to Charlottesville on Monday, December the 31st, and I won't be by myself. Oh, yeah. From TVN, comedian Joey Aiello. Joey Aiello. That's Monday, December 31st, the official New Year's Eve celebration. Faith Christian Center International, Charlottesville, Virginia. More info, dial 434-979-1700 or log on to FCCintl.org. FCCintl.org. Eunice's husband, Cheryl's oldest boy. It's Akatunda Jokes and Music Comedy Tour. Make sure you follow us on all of our social media platforms. Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter are buzzing with inspirational quotes, up-to-date news, and videos. As a matter of fact, take out your mobile devices and connect with us now. You'll be glad you did. Details for all other events can be found by visiting FCCI.life. Check it out today so you'll be in the right place at the right time with the right people. God bless and enjoy the rest of the service.
Amen. Merry Christmas. All right. Have you told your neighbor Merry Christmas yet? Go on, lean on and tell your neighbor, say Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas. Praise God. Yes, a Merry, Merry Christmas. Uh, listen, uh, we had an announcement about our New Year's Eve celebration. Just want to let you know that we have some flyers available at our Welcome Center right out in the lobby for you to take uh, on your jobs if you're working this week uh, in your neighborhoods and let people know that we're going to have an amazing time on New Year's Eve celebrating the year of 2018. We're looking forward to what God's going to do in our lives in 2019. Amen. Praise God. The Bible says a merry heart doeth good like a medicine. Amen. And some of you hadn't laughed in a while. It's time for you to do some laughing. Amen. Praise God. Get freed up for some things. Before I uh, get into uh, receiving our uh, morning tithes and offerings, I want to welcome and introduce you guys to our guest praise and worship team that's with us on the day. Let's give them a great big God bless you. Praise God. Yeah. Praise God. Uh, we have on the keyboard uh, Brother Russ. Wait, way better is Brother Russ. Praise God. On the uh, electric guitar, we have Brad. On the acoustic guitar, we have Gerald. On the bass, we got our very own James. <laughs> on the drums, we have Brother Jesse. The male vocalist uh, we have is uh, Matt. Matt. Oh, we had Johnny. Johnny back on the percussions. There's Johnny right there. And the female vocalist, Paola. Paola, all right. Come on, let's give them another God bless you. Praise God. We want to thank you guys for coming and serving us on today. We appreciate your, your gifts and talents, praise God. And you'll hear from them uh, one more time um, before the service is over. But uh, God is doing a, a great thing. And uh, some things kind of uh, connected and, and clicked during this uh, 2018 and I see the body, at least fragments or remnants of the body, uh, really connecting tw in 2019 and beyond. And so I believe that, you know, things like this is a start of something really good and something really great. Amen. So uh, thank God for them. And uh, we, we speak a blessing uh, over their lives. And so now we're going to prepare to worship God with our giving. Anybody excited about giving this morning? If you would, open your Bibles to Psalm 98. Psalm 98. We're going to uh, look at uh, a few scriptures this morning as we uh, prepare to worship God with our giving. Now, this morning we've talked to you about uh, preparing and bringing with you today a Christmas offering, uh, which is an addition to our regular tithes and offerings, and so we don't replace our regular giving with special giving. And so today we want to honor God and worship uh, God through giving an additional Christmas offering. Why? Because we want to give thanks to God for how he has blessed us throughout 2018. Amen. And I don't know about you. God has been good to me. God has been good to my family. God has been good to this ministry. And I believe he has also been good to you. Now, that does not mean that everything you wanted came to pass. It does not mean that everything you desired, you have it. It just simply means God is a good God. Turn and tell somebody, say, neighbor, God is a good God. Amen. And so we want to we re represent that or respond to that goodness today by giving him a special Christmas offering. It is my belief that if we're celebrating the birthday of someone, the one who has the birthday should be getting the gifts. Does that make sense? 
I mean, you wouldn't show up at a party, a, a birthday party of someone else, and bring a gift for yourself. No, you want to bring the gift to the one who's celebrating the birthday, amen? And so we've asked you to make sure that you put Jesus as priority in your gift giving this year because he is the reason for the season. Amen. Amen? So Psalms 98, Psalms 98, and bear with me, I'm going to read about eight passages here and then we're going to read uh, some more scriptures in Psalm 100. Um, but it's good to read the word, amen? Look at this. Psalm 98 verse 1 says, O sing to the Lord a new song, for he has done marvelous things. His right hand and his holy arm have brought salvation for him. The Lord has made known his salvation. His righteousness has he openly shown in the sight of the nations. He has earnestly remembered his mercy and loving kindness, his truth and his faithfulness towards the house of Israel. All the ends of the earth have witnessed the salvation of our God. Look at verse 4. Make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth. Break forth and sing for joy. Yes, sing praises. Sing praises to the Lord with the lyre and with the lyre and the voice of melody, with trumpets and the sound of the horn. Make a joyful noise before the king, the Lord. Let the sea roar and all that fills it, the world and those who dwell in it. Let the rivers clap their hands together. Let the hills sing for joy. Before the Lord... He is, for he is coming to judge the earth with righteousness. He will judge and rule the world, the peoples of equity. Amen. So the scripture here is letting us know that we need to give God praise. We need to exuberantly give God praise and worship because he is good. Amen. God has done great things and they're marvelous in our sight. Amen. Let's go to Psalm 100, please. Psalm 100. And uh, let's look at this uh, whole psalm here. Praise God. Psalm 1, it's only five verses, so it's not that much. Praise God. Look at this. Verse 1 says, Make a joyful noise to the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. You understand, you're getting, you're getting the kind of theme here, that when we come into the presence of God, we shouldn't come in any old way. Amen. We should come in with a song on our lips, we should come in with a praise in our hearts. We should come in ready to worship God. That's why we should, not, we should not need teams and people to pump us up to praise God. We should have a praise when we get here. Amen. amen. Because you opened your eyes this morning, you ought to have a praise on your heart. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. So he says, know, perceive, recognize, and understand with approval that the Lord is God. It is he who has made us, not we ourselves, and we are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Look at this. Enter his gates with thanksgiving. Can you say thank you? Thank you. Enter his gates with thanksgiving. Now look at this now. And a what? Thank offering. So now a thank offering is different than thanksgiving. Oh, I ain't get but, but a couple of ooms on that one. You, you see, it says thanksgiving and a thank offering. So then a thank offering can't be the same as saying thank you, Jesus. 
So a thank offering is something that you bring as you're coming into the presence of the Lord to worship God with. And that's what, we are in, what, that's what we've invited you to do today, that as you come into the presence of God, not only do you lift your hands and say, thank you, Jesus, you bring something with you as a worship unto God because you want to give him thanks for his goodness. It says, enter into his gates with thanksgiving and a thank offering and into his courts with praise. Be thankful and say to him, bless and affectionately praise his name. For the Lord is good. Come on, let's read this together. For the Lord is good. His mercy and loving kindness are everlasting. His faithfulness and truth endure to all generations. Can we give God praise this morning? Amen. Amen. Glory to God. So listen, we've asked you again to prepare, and so many of you have prepared. Some of you, this may be the first time here. You can participate if you like. If you do not want to participate, it's not an issue. There's no pressure here because we want you to give cheerfully and we want you to give joyfully. Amen. Amen. But if you're ready to give this morning, I'm going to have the ushers hand out the envelopes. And if you want to give this morning, if you're giving by check or cash, please make sure you take an envelope and fill it out so that we can receipt you for your giving. And if you can give electronically through our website or using our giving app, Pushpay, uh, you can give that way. Whichever way you choose to give, uh, we are most grateful. All the information is on the screen behind me. Those of you who are watching us uh, by iCampus, our partners who are traveling uh, today or in other, uh, other states today and watching us online, listen, I want to encourage you to get in on this time of giving. Just grab your mobile device, just grab your computer, go onto our website, go onto our Pushpay app, and you can participate in this time of giving just like the folks here in the auditorium. So I want to encourage you to do that uh, at this time. We're going to have them uh, play uh, some music as we prepare our giving on today. And if you're giving in the Christmas offering, you can either put it on the offering line and put Christmas next to it, or you can use the seed line and put Christmas next to it. That way we know that you're participating in this special Christmas offering on today. Amen. God bless you as you prepare your gifts uh, and get ready to give. Amen.
Amen. We all ready to give? Amen. Listen, we, we here at FCCI, we have a, a faith confession over our giving. And so we're about to say that together today. And it comes right from the scripture in, in Mark chapter 11, verse 23, where it says, If you speak to the mountain and believe that those things which you say will come to pass, you will have whatsoever we say. So we're not just saying this to take up time. We're not just saying this to, uh, to look spiritually. We're saying this on purpose and intentionally because we believe that those things which we say and we believe those things what we say will come to pass in our lives. And so we're going to declare this in faith today, believing that we're going to receive the response of it in our lives. Amen. So let's say this together this morning as we get ready to give. Lift up your giving and let's say this together. Father God, I thank you for providing resources for me and my family to participate in this supernatural opportunity to worship you through giving. Everything I have belongs to you and I gladly honor you by returning the tithe, the top 10% of my income. I receive the windows of heaven blessing and the multiplication of finances and favor in my life. As I give, I am trusting you with my finances and I declare that there is never a situation or season where there is not more than enough. There is always more than enough. There is always more than enough. There is always more than enough. For everything you have given me and my family to do, there is always more than enough. All debts are canceled. God says so. It won't be long now. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you as you give this morning. Praise God.
sky. Lord, I lift your name on
remember that this is the reason we are here and the reason for Christmas. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, come let 
we bless the Lord. Oh, we bless our God. We bless our King. We bless Jesus. Hallelujah. Father, we just thank you so much for your goodness. Father, we now thank you for the word that we're about to receive. We thank you that the word of God is incorruptible seed. And that the word of God is our victory in seed form. So, Father, we open up our hearts and we open up our minds this morning to receive the living word of God. We thank you that one word from God can change everything. So we expect change today. We expect things to be turned around, glory to God. High places made low, crooked places made straight. In the name of the Lord Jesus. And we thank you for transformation today. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. Praise God. High five somebody and say, let's get into this word. Let's get into this word. Amen. And let's, uh, before we get real comfortable, let's give our faith kids another round of applause. Praise God. Don't you love their energy? Praise God. Some of them anyway. But uh, I don't know, y'all must have made them forget all their words or something. But uh, it's good to have them participate in our, in our services, amen. The Bible says, train up a child in the way they should go. And when they are old, they will not depart from it. And that doesn't mean that you train them up and they follow God while they're in your house. And then when they leave your house, they do what they want to do and eventually come back to God. That means they stick, they stick with it. I say they stick with it, Amen. Praise God. So parents of uh, teenagers and, and Dr. Wynn and I are in that realm now. and Y'all keep us prayed up, okay? Praise God. Uh, it's not terrible, but it's different. It's a different season. And so those of you who have teenagers, don't, 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 let your, don't, don't, don't pull back on your, on your teenagers being in worship. I said don't pull back on your teenagers being in worship. You should make it a requirement and explain why. Because if you give them that break, they're going to think they have that freedom. And then when they go to college, they're not going to worship God. Amen. So you start stuff at home. Because what you allow in your presence will be in excess in your absence. I thought this was a Christmas celebration. I didn't know this was a, a parenting seminar. But you know, sometimes you got to say what the Lord say, tells you to say, you understand? No, what you allow in your, in your presence will be in excess in your absence. So if you allow laziness and you allow mess and you allow lack of worship in your presence, it's just going to be in excess in your absence. Just because they're 16 don't, don't mean they know what they're doing. Oh, Jesus, my 16-year-olds, people are mad now. They mad now. They're fast. You're supposed to be teaching on Christmas. No, I'm, t- I'm talking about you right now, praise God. <laughs> Trying to help your parents. And parents, don't get scared because your children are 16. You're still the mama. You're still the daddy. Praise God. Amen. All right. All right. Well, let's go to Luke then, since y'all don't like that one. Praise God. I ain't like that flow, so I guess we just change the flow then. Luke chapter 1. <laughs> Merry Christmas! Praise God. And then if you give them a car, make sure that car ends up in the church parking lot. <laughs> on time. There you go. Come on. Talk to me. 
Talk to me. I got one on, on the side. Praise God. The Bible says one can put a thousand, but two can put ten thousand. We can, we can work some things out this morning, man. Shoot. No, really, that, that's serious, guys. That's really serious. It's because you want to always be the example and plant a seed for your children to worship God. Amen. There will never be a discussion in our home whether you're going to go to church or not. What are we going to discuss? It's understood. Luke chapter 1, verse 26. Tell your neighbor again that Merry Christmas. Amen. I'll give that free. I won't even take up another offering. Praise God. I'll just, I just keep it moving. All right, look at this. Luke chapter 1, verse number 26. We're here to celebrate or celebrate Christmas, uh, the time that we, the world recognizes that Jesus was born. And I think that's an amazing thing that the world, this is worldwide. People are celebrating Christmas worldwide. And um, the world is pausing to even, pausing just to consider that Christ was born. Now I know there's attempts to water it down, there's attempts to change it from Merry Christmas to Happy Holidays because people don't want to be offensive, but it's Merry Christmas. Merry Christ Mass with an emphasis on Christ. And so it's funny, we go to stores, and I know it, I know it comes from corporate that the, you know, the, the clerks and stuff say Happy Holidays. I turn back and say, and say Merry Christmas. And then they say, oh, Merry Christmas, because they really want to say Merry Christmas, but, but, the, but they've been instructed by corporate not to be offensive. It's Merry Christmas. Amen. So tell, tell your neighbor again, it's Merry Christmas. So get Merry Xmas off your stuff. It is not Merry Xmas, it's Merry Christmas. Don't buy cars that say Happy Holidays, buy cars that say Merry Christmas. Because we're the ones that are supposed to be representing Christ. So if we're ashamed of it, then how are we going to attract those in the world? Amen? And so we're going to pick up reading. We won't read the entire Christmas story for the sake of time, but we're going to, I'm going to extract a portion of the Christmas story uh, out and share some things with you on today. Um, because as we've been in our year of, of renewed faith, you know, I'm looking at things, and you should be too, I'm looking at things through a lens of faith. See, when you, when you, when you, when you focus on something, it magnifies. And it's been magnifying in my, in my study of scriptures now. I, I, I see faith components in, in things I've read over and over in my life. I, I see faith. I said, man, I didn't see it like that before. I didn't see it like that before. And so I'm going I'm to I'm talk a little bit about uh, this pronouncement of, uh, of, of Jesus to Mary, and I'm going I'm to extract some faith components out of it that we can relate to and actually apply to our lives. Because Jesus didn't come just for us to celebrate them once a year. He came for your very lives to be completely and totally transformed. Amen. Y'all with me? So Luke chapter 1 verse 26 uh, here is the angel coming to Mary after, uh, after uh, Elizabeth had been ministered to. In verse 26 of Luke 1, it says, Now in the sixth month after that, 
after he had ministered to Elizabeth, he came to Mary six months later. The angel Gabriel was sent from God to a town of Galilee named Nazareth to a girl never having been married and a virgin engaged to be married to a man whose name was Joseph, a descendant of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. Verse 28 says, And he came to her and said, Hail, O favored one, endued with grace, the Lord is with you, blessed, favored of God, are you before all other women. So here's Mary being handpicked by God to be used of God to get Jesus into the earth. That's an amazing thing. And so he says, but when she, but the scripture says, but when she saw him, he was, she was greatly troubled and disturbed and confused at what he said and kept revolving in her mind what such greeting or what such greeting this might mean. Praise God. So the Bible says she kept rolling around. She, 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 this angel shows up and begins to make this pronouncement over her life. And um, she begins to think how she gets disturbed over this and, and rolling around in her mind. And, and it's really not unlike many of us, because when the word of the Lord comes to us, it, isn't it a rough time in our thinking? Isn't our thinking the one, the piece of us that gives us the most issue? Because we try to figure this thing out. We try to figure, okay, I just heard what God wants to do in my life, but, 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 but it, it, it doesn't fit in my thinking right now. So in the same way here is Mary, just, just a regular girl minding her own business, and here comes this angel with this amazing pronouncement, and she's wondering, what in the world? So what's giving Mary tr her tr uh, trouble is her head. Verse 30 says, and the angel said to her, do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found grace, free, spontaneous, absolute favor, and loving kindness with God. And listen, you will become pregnant and will give birth to a son, and you shall call his name, what? Jesus. He will be great, eminent, and he will be called the Son of of the Most High, and the Lord God will give to him the throne of his forefather David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob throughout the ages, and of his reign there shall be no end. Shout this morning, Jesus is Lord. I said shout it, Jesus is Lord. Amen. Hey, you guys can put that other slide up there, that's fine. Praise God. Jesus is Lord. Because the Bible says his reign will have no end. It doesn't matter if people want to change his word, his reign will have no end. Come on now, shout at Jesus is Lord. And so we got to recognize that when God instituted the reign of Jesus, it was for eternity. Doesn't matter who's in power and who's not in power, Jesus is still reigning. 
<laughs> he is the king of kings and he is the Lord of lords. In verse 34, Mary says, what are you talking about, Willis? Oh, oh, your Bible don't say that? Okay, praise the Lord. In verse 34, it says, Mary said to the angel, how can this be since I have no intimacy with a man as a husband? Mary's like, angel, dude. I, I know about the birds and the bees, and, 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 and I haven't participated in none of that stuff. How this going to be? And listen, folks, Mary's the only one, past, present, and future, that has gotten pregnant without a man. Amen, somebody. I said, amen, somebody. So everybody else who's gotten pregnant, there's a man around here somewhere. Look at verse 35. Then the angel said to her, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you like a shining cloud. And so the holy, pure, sinless thing, offspring, which shall be born of you shall be called the Son of God. Mary says, how can this be? He said, it's Holy Spirit. The power of God is going to come on you, Mary. Verse 36 says, and listen, your relative in her old age also conceived a son. And this is now the sixth month with her who was called barren. Why did he say that? Because if it happens for one, it can happen for many. Come on, if impossible things can happen for one, it can happen for many. That's why you don't ever want to despise people's testimony. Because if it happened for them, it can happen for me. Come on now, because God is no respect of persons. God is not a one and done God. He is not the God of the second chance. He's the God of the many chances. How many thank God for that? Woo, how many of you needed some many chances? Some many, some, some many, some many. We, we, we didn't count them because it was too many, but we thank God he's the God of many chances. Y'all with me? But if it can happen for one, it can happen for many. Verse 37, for with God. What's the next word, y'all? What, what is it? Nothing. What does nothing mean? No thing or nothing. Y'all a deep crowd. Y'all a deep crowd. Y'all are seriously deep here. Y'all are deep. Nothing means what? Nothing. It says, for with God, nothing is ever impossible, and no word from God shall be without power or impossible of fulfillment. Can I get two or three people say amen to that? So, so, so what is it saying? So we can get God's word on it. Not only do we have God's word on it, we have his power to bring it to pass. Because within the word contains the power, the anointing, the burden removing, yoke destroying power of God to bring that word which we have to pass. Whoo, glory to God. This is some good stuff. All right. Look, verse 38. Then Mary said, look, 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 look at Mary's response. Look at Mary's response. Then Mary said, Behold, I am the handmaiden of the Lord. 
Let it be done to me according to what you have said. And the angel left her. Uh, an, an impossible pronouncement was made over her life. But her response was, let it be unto me based on what you said. All right, and let's see the result of this. Let's go over to Luke 2. Let's go over to Luke 2, and then we look at some things here. And uh, praise God, then we'll be where we, God wants us to be. Luke 2, verse 7 says, And she gave birth to her son, her firstborn, and she wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger, check this out, because there was no room in the inn. Everything was sold out. That's why she was in the manger. She wasn't in the manger because they couldn't afford to be in the inn. They wasn't in the inn because there was no room. That's why she ended up in a manger. Then verse, uh, verse 11 of chapter 2 says, For to you is born this day in the town of David a Savior who is Christ, the Messiah, the Lord. Amen. Merry Christmas, praise God. That's why we want to recognize Christ in this season. Because Jesus is the Christ. Amen. So we see here Mary's response to this prophetic, to this impossible pronouncement over her life was, be it unto me according to your word. Be it unto me according to your word. Now, let's take a little journey. Let's go to John chapter 1 now. John chapter 1. And uh, I need about uh, 90 more minutes and then we'll be good, okay? Praise God. Don't get nervous. I don't need that much. Maybe 85 minutes, praise God. John chapter 1, John chapter 1, and look at verses 1 and 2. Look at this, okay? Now, I need you to make a connection here. I need you to make a connection. John chapter 1, verse 1 says, In the beginning was the what? Was the what? Was the Word. And the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Y'all see that? Now look at verse number two. Look at the first word in verse number two. It says, he, referring to the word, was in the beginning with God. So all of a sudden, from verse one and verse two, the word took on a person. Or the word became a person. In the beginning was the word, verse two says, he. So now we understand that the word is now a person. Now, who is this person that is, uh, that is the Word? Verse 14 of John chapter 1 gives us very clearly who the Word is. And the Word became what? Flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld His glory, the glory of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. So, folks, Jesus and the Word are one. Say it with me this morning. Say, Jesus... And the Word are one. Okay? The Word and Jesus are one. Jesus and the Word, they're, they're one. They're one. They're, they're one and the same. So, not only did Mary conceive the person of Jesus, she also conceived the Word. Because if Jesus and the Word are one, then not, she didn't just receive the, the flesh of Jesus, she received the Word of God. Mm, Y'all got to stay with me, stay with me. Now, 
So now that, that, let's, 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 let's go back in synopsis of the story. So here we go. Angel comes and angel says, Mary, you're you about to get pregnant. Mary says, how can this be? He says, Holy Spirit can come on you. He's going to overshadow you. And then Mary says, be it unto me according to your word. Be it unto me according to your word. Now, a little backstory about Jesus. There's nowhere in scriptural information or history that we find that Mary was a theology student. Nor do we find that she was in training to be a ministry leader. Nor do we find that Mary was in church Sunday after Sunday, Sunday after Sunday, Sunday after Sunday. We don't see any of that information. All we know, Mary is just an everyday little girl. Mother and father, of course, just going about her own business. Don't know if she was in school or working, but she, there, there is nothing special the scripture tells us about Mary. Except she was favored of God. Is that is making sense? Now, why am I trying to make it this point? I'm trying to make it this point. It's because I believe that through incomplete teachings of faith, people have been handicapped in thinking they have to wait on God. Or they have to wait until they get enough faith to receive something. And I'm here to admit this morning, I've taught faith in such a way that you got to build up to a certain amount. But when I look at this story of Mary, I don't see Mary taking time to build her faith to receive what was spoken over her. What I see is a little girl hearing a word and having enough confidence in what she heard to receive what she heard. So what I'm saying today is, and, I'm, and I hope you take this away um, from today, I'm going to give you how, how, Mary, uh, how Mary received uh, what she needed to receive from God, and, and, I, and I hope you take away from this place on today that you don't need to hear six series on faith in order to receive what God has for you. Are y'all with me today? We have too many people sitting on the sideline trying to get more faith instead of just receiving the word that's spoken over your life. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? Here's Mary Minor. I don't know if she's, she's getting water. I don't know if she's working. All of a sudden, an angel comes and says, hey, you've been picked up God. You're going to birth Jesus. How? The Holy Spirit's going to come unto me. And, 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 the same, and, and the same impossible kind of thing happened to your relative who was barren, but now she's six months pregnant. She says, be it unto me, according to his word. She didn't run back and say, well, I need to search the scriptures to find out if this is so. She didn't have to keep hearing and hearing and hearing. She received when she heard the word. And it's time for us to start receiving when we hear the word. But the challenge is we try to figure it out too much in our head. Amen. When the word of God says, by, your, by his stripes you are healed, it is not your responsibility to figure out how it's going to get done. You just got to believe it will come to pass. 
Are y'all with me? When the Bible says, stop worrying and don't be anxious for anything, but in all your, uh, y'all, all your, in, in all, and, and, and with thanksgiving and praise, make your requests be made known unto God, and then the peace of God will pass all understanding. You don't figure out how you're going to stop worrying. You don't figure out why you're going to stop worrying. You just, you just, you just I'm going to stop worrying. Amen. It is my prayer. It is my desire. Because, folks, I, don't, I, I shouldn't have to teach to you all year before you start receiving God's word. I shouldn't have to be teaching. I shouldn't have to do four series on faith before you start using your faith. Based on this passage of scripture, you can hear one word and receive it and then manifest it. Okay, yeah, Pastor, Pastor, the word of God says that out of the mouth of of, of two or three witnesses, let every word be established. Okay, no problem. Remember uh, Peter. Peter, before he started following Jesus. I said before he started following Jesus. So he didn't have the teachings that we know he had that he wrote about in the epistles. This man was a fisherman. He was a professional fisherman. He was focused on what? Fishing. Jesus comes and says, hey, man, let let me use your boat. Jesus gets on the boat teaches the word of God to the people, and then he says, Peter, launch out in the deep. Let down your nets for a catch. Peter said, Jesus, we've been fishing all night. We didn't catch anything. But he says, nevertheless, at your word, I'll let down the net. What happened? Peter manifested a boat sinking, boat load of fish. He didn't hear, he didn't follow Jesus for three years before he did that. He heard one lesson on the shore and he responded in faith. Are y'all getting this? All right, okay, okay, you want another example. Okay, no problem, no problem, no problem. Jesus stands up after teaching, uh, teaching a lesson. He says, let's go to the other side. They get on the boat, go to the other side. Jesus goes downstairs in the boat and goes to sleep. A storm rose. And they started paling out the water. It couldn't go fast enough, so they run downstairs to wake up Jesus. Jesus! 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 Don't you care? We about to die up here. Don't you think that if they died, he would too? But it didn't have any concern to him. So he ran upstairs. Or probably didn't run upstairs. He probably walked upstairs. Probably took his time. That's like him, and he just take, you know, because when went to Lazarus' tomb, he took an extra day. Because the custom says after three days, he, he, you might as well forget him. He, he showed up on the fourth day. So he just moseyed on over to Lazarus' grave. Praise God. And see, we want him to hurry up. But he takes his time. And so he probably walked on upstairs. He probably like, God, help me with these people, please. And he looks out on the sea and says, peace, be still. Everything became calm immediately. They said, whoa, what kind of man is that? Take a neighbor and say, you need to have some people saying some woes about you. I said, tell them, tell them, tell them. You need to have some people looking at you and be like, whoa. What kind of man, what kind of woman is that? See, when all stuff is breaking loose on the job, chaos everywhere, and you stand up in the middle of the floor and say, peace! 
be still. And everybody said, and calm down. They go like, scared of you, scared of you, scared of you. No, don't be scared of me. Just understand who I am. But no, no, no. So, so, he says, so he says, peace be still. And then he turns to the disciples and makes this statement. Where's your faith? Implying that they could have calmed the storm themselves. But what did they hear? One lesson before they left the shore. We've been sitting in the pews and the seats of churches all over the world trying to get more faith. And you don't need to get more faith. You need to use the faith that you have. And I'm here to declare and decree that it's time for you to launch out and start using the faith that you have and stop sitting on the sidelines and start seeing some stuff happen in your life so you can have some joy in your world. Is everybody understanding what I'm saying? So, how did, how did Mary do this thing? Mary, how did, it's because the same way Mary did this thing is the same way we did this thing. Number one, Mary heard a word. Say she heard a word. Now, those of you who are connected to FCCI, you get a word all the time. And I'm not saying that just because I'm the pastor. I, I, I'm saying that because I know. Because I be getting words while I be teaching. And so we, she heard a word. And how many, how many words have you heard that you didn't do anything with? Tell your neighbor, say, you shouldn't still be dealing with what you're dealing with. Come on, tell you, you shouldn't still be dealing with what you're dealing with. Because I guarantee you, if I surveyed your life, you have, you have gotten enough answers. from those things you've been listening to to get you out of your situation. Come on, holler at your boy, say Merry Christmas, one or two. <laughs> Am I right about it? But what's happening? We're trying to figure it out up here. Up here has nothing to do with what can be out here. So Mary, what? Heard a word. Say she heard a word. Number two, Mary embraced the supernatural. And that's where many people get hung up because you hear a word and you think you got to do it. Or you got to perform it. That is not your responsibility. Your responsibility is to hear it and embrace that there is a supernatural power of God that's available and at your disposal to come to your aid. Amen. When we start talking about God's going to cancel debts and God's going to get us out of debt and we're and we going to come out, we're going to pay debts off. We, we go home with this, with this mindset, how is that going to happen when, I don't, when I'm barely making ends meet now? How am I going to get out? That's not your problem. Your, 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 your stance is, I believe the word that I heard. And however and whomever God wants to use to bring it to pass in my life, I am open, be it unto me, according to the word. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? 
But instead of believing it, instead of releasing it out of our mouths, we're trying to figure out how or who is God's going to use to make it happen. It doesn't matter. God can use a coyote from the mountains to bring me a bag that's been lost by a hiker and, and give me my money. I don't care. Hunt your neighbors. I do not care. Did he say a coyote from the mountains? Yes, I did. We get a diagnosis from the doctor, and instead of just believing God, we're on WebMD. Trying to self-diagnose, trying to figure out what I can do to get this better. No, your, your position is to believe God. With his stripes, I am healed. I believe God. And then I believe in God. God's going to direct me. Okay, go see this physician or go to this doctor's office or go here or go there or change your diet. He'll, he'll, he'll give you all the instructions that you need, but you got to be focused on the word versus how to get it done. You calling up people, you know anybody that have this? What doctor did they go to? I'm going to go see that doctor. No, there's only one doctor you need to see, and that is Dr. Jesus. Come on, y'all. Now, I don't have anything against doctors. Doctors are a blessing. Doctors and nurses are a blessing. They, many of us would have been gone a long time ago if it wasn't for the doctors and nurses. So, I, so I, I'm, not, I'm not bashing those, but what I'm saying is, is that we are trying to figure out how it's going to happen naturally. And when you connect with a doctor that you believe that this is the one that's going to help you, don't believe, don't just trust in his ability. Begin to thank God for the divine inspiration and the divine wisdom and the anointing of God to rest on his life to do things in your life supernaturally. Are y'all with me? He may have lost every other case like yours, but he's going to get yours because he's not just dealing with just his own thinking. He's got divine support. He's got divine backup. Why? Because of your faith. Amen. And don't be scared. They might not even be a believer. Don't be scared. You, they might not even follow God. Can we pray? Let me pray for you. Let me lay my hands on you right now because I'm putting my life in your hands. You need to hear from God. And if God can talk to a donkey, he can talk to an unbelieving doctor. Amen. See, that's the supernatural part. See, but that don't fit in our, that don't fit in our, in our regular everyday thinking. Pray. For God to use an unbeliever? Yeah, what it's got to do with me? See, that's the supernatural part. That's why the angel says, the Holy Spirit is going to come on you, Mary. Because in her mind, she probably figured she got to go and, 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 and get with Joseph. Because that's naturally how it's done. It takes two to tango, y'all. <laughs> if it was left up to her own thinking, she would have figured, oh, 
then this, this must going to happen after I married Joseph and we come together as husband and wife. That's when it's going to happen. He said, no, 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 baby. The Holy Spirit's going to come on you. The power of the Most High is going to come on you. That's how you're going to get pregnant. Amen. And in the same way, God wants to do some supernatural things in your life, but you got to learn to embrace it. You got to embrace it. It may not make sense, but it makes faith. Oh, yes, I understand that. Shout, I must hear a word. I must embrace the supernatural. God didn't leave you here alone, folks. He left you here with Holy Ghost and power. And we've been relying too much on the arm of the flesh. It's time for us to trust God and say, God, I embrace the supernatural. Amen. And we're going to start seeing more and more supernatural things. Glory to God. We're going to hear testimonies after testimonies. Amen. I read something. I, I, just, I just have to believe what I read. I read something that somebody had a metal, a metal rod in their, in their leg. Metal rod in their leg. They went to sleep one night with the metal rod in their leg. They woke up the next morning and the metal rod that was in their leg was laying in the bed beside them and they had a new bone in their leg. How that happened? Did a surgeon come and do surgery in the bed on them? No, that was supernatural. See, see, when you say something like that, people are like, Because we're so used to the natural. We're so used to the natural. I heard a story. Uh, somebody, uh, 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 a, uh, a person got a phone call from the bank said, listen, we got to freeze your account. We got to freeze your account because a large deposit got, went into your bank. And based on your track record, you don't make deposits like that. So we, got, we, got a, we, we think it's an error. And so we're going to freeze your account so you don't spend that money. And then we got to collect it out on the, on the other end. So we're going to freeze your account until we find out where the mistake was. And so two days later, they got a call back, say, hey, we found out the mistake. And it was somebody put a wrong number. One digit was wrong on their deposit slip. It went into your account and it should have went into their account. And so we, we know who they, are, who they are, but they want to talk to you. Is it OK if we give them your number? Yes, you can give them my number. And so the person who made the mistake of the large deposit called them and said, hey, I just wanted to personally call and apologize for the inconvenience that I caused you because they had to freeze your account because you couldn't use your funds until they figured out and it was my mistake. I just wanted to apologize. Oh, no problem. It only took two days. No big deal. Don't worry about it. No, 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 no. I want to apologize and I want to make it right. Is there something I can do for you? That was a question that they asked the person that had the account frozen. And they said, no, we're good, we're good. And then the person says, are you looking to pay off any debt? And they said, a matter of fact, yeah, we got about $40,000 worth of debt that we want to pay off. And he says, you know what? I'm going to let the deposit stay in your account, which was $40,000. Take that money and pay off your debt. See, 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 see. But we hear stuff like that and we go, because we're so used to the natural. We think we got to go get two, three jobs to get this thing paid off. No, there is a supernatural God that we serve. 
And he wants to do exploits in your life. He wants to do supernatural things like he did in the life of Mary. He wants to do in your life. He wants to fulfill that scripture says, for with God, nothing is impossible. Can anybody say amen in this place? Shout, I'm ready for the impossible. To manifest. No, let, let, let's say that differently. That, that, that one right. Say, I'm ready for the impossible. I'm ready for the impossible. To, become possible to become possible and manifest. And That's better. Amen. And it can be done because you're dealing with God. And with God, nothing is impossible. Well, come on, about five more minutes and then we out. Okay, praise God. Can y'all hand, handle it? All right, number three. Third thing that Mary did, she believed the word. She believed the word. She heard a word. She embraced the supernatural. And she believed the word. Now, we have to add to this believe she received it. Because once you believe something, you receive it. There's no, receive, there's no believing without receiving. Okay? Because you got to believe the validity of the word in order for you to receive it. Amen. So she believed the word. Be it unto me. Exactly how you said it be it unto me. And we need to be approaching the word of God. Just like it said right here, with his stripes I'm healed, be it unto me. Just like you said it, just like you said it, with your stripes I am healed, be it unto me. If any man lacks wisdom, let him ask, who God gives it liberal and upright, just like you said it, be it unto me. I have the wisdom of God. Come on now, y'all seeing this? Be it unto me according to the word. She believed the word. She believed the word. How do we know she believed the word? Because she said, be it unto me according to the word. Number four. Fourth thing she did. She released her faith. She released her faith. She didn't hear the word and then go home and talk about the word. How good the word was. Ooh, isn't that word good? I tell you what, that word was good. Mm, 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 prayer. I tell you what, pastor taught that word today. Just talking about the word. No, no, no. She released her faith. She received it and she released her faith. She said, be unto me according to your word. Shout this morning, be it unto me according to your word. Come on, shout it. Be it unto me according to your word. God, what you said in your word about me let it be unto me exactly how you said and whatever that may be whatever your need be your need may not be healing your need may not be finances your need may your need may be wisdom your need may be um, peace your need may be joy whatever it is be it unto me according to your word amen y'all hear me this and then lastly, Mary manifested the word. She manifested the word. How do we see that? We saw that over in Luke chapter 2. The Bible says, unto this day, a son is born. Christ the Lord. So not only did she receive it, she manifested it. And I'm here and I believe that there are many of you sitting here listening to me. That you have received the word. And it's time 
for you to manifest the word that you've received. Are y'all with me today? So we see this major prophetic announcement about the impossible come to pass in Mary's life. And if God is no respecter of persons, it can come to pass in your life. So may this Christmas season, may this Christmas holiday mark, mark, mark a time, mark a season in time. Uh, how do I want to say this? Mark a season in time where you begin to not, to, to not wait on acting on the word, but act on it when you hear it. That it won't take three lessons to get you in a place to faith. That when you hear the word, you're ready to respond to it. Are y'all with me? Because it's time to see. <laughs> Glory to God. It's time to see the word coming to pass in your life. God, may God make you a living testimony of his word in Jesus' name. Y'all receive that? Y'all blessed today? Shall be it unto me according to your word. Come on, say be it unto me according to your word. Now say it with some gumption. Say be it unto me According to your word. Listen, God. Listen, folks. One word from God can change everything. And may this be the word to change everything. I said, may this be the word to change everything. May you leave from this place and step into another realm of glory. Another, another realm of receiving. Another level in life. Because of your understanding of the word today. Amen. Come on, let's stand and celebrate God and his word. Come on, let's stand and celebrate God and his word. Come on, lift your hands and give God praise and glory. Father, we bless you and we thank you so much for your goodness. We thank you that the word declares for there with God nothing is impossible. So, Father, it doesn't matter if any one of us here are facing an impossible situation. It is not impossible for you. So because we've received the word on it and the power that, that will bring it to pass, we believe that we will receive whatever's been spoken over our lives to come to pass in Jesus' name. Be it unto us according to what you said. Be it unto us according to what you said. Be it unto us according to what you said in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. Praise God. Bow your head and close your eyes. Bow your head and close your eyes. We want to make sure that everybody's spiritual need is met here on today. Now, based upon what I said, if you're here today and you don't have a relationship with Jesus, you don't need to hear another lesson in order to get saved. All you need to do is respond. To the word that God has spoken. The Bible is very clear that it's God's desire, it's God's heart, it's God's will that everybody be saved. So with that said, I want to give 
an opportunity to you today. That maybe you came into this building without a relationship with God. You, maybe you came in this building without being born again. Maybe you came in this building not having received the Lord Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior. But I have great news for you because you don't have to leave that same way. All it takes is a faith in God and a confession with your mouth and the Bible says you'll be saved. So if you're here this morning, you say, Pastor, I'm not saved. I don't have a relationship with Jesus. I've never received him into my heart as my personal Lord and Savior. But I want to be saved today. I want to give my heart to Jesus. If that's you today, I want you to lift up your hand right where you're standing because we want to pray. Pastor, I'm not saved. I don't have a relationship with God. I don't have a relationship with Jesus today. But I want to give my heart to him today. Would you pray for me? If that's you, would you lift your hand high so I can recognize it? Wherever you are in the auditorium, wherever you are in the auditorium, lift your hand and say, Pastor, you're talking to me. Talking to me. I want to get saved today. Praise God. Secondly, this morning is you may have come and you've allowed things, distractions, people, places, things to get in between you and your relationship with God. I have great news for you because not only does God forgive us, God also restores us. And so you may find yourself away from God today. For whatever reason, it really doesn't even matter. What matters is the heart of God is to have a close, intimate relationship with you. And so God is willing to forgive and forget all those things that's become between you and him and restore you today in Jesus name so if that's you this morning and you say pastor my relationship with God is not what it should be I I've gotten off track but I want to get it right today would you pray for me if that's you today would you lift your hand wherever you are in the auditorium and say pastor that's me pray for me I need to get my relationship back on track with Jesus today would you pray for me this morning if that's you wherever you are in the auditorium would you lift your hand so we can recognize it because we do want to pray we do want to pray. Glory to God. Amen. And then lastly today is this. I believe that every person needs to be connected to a good local church. A church that's going to love you. A church that's going to teach you the truth of God's word. Not just give you a feel-good lesson, but teach you the truth. Because Jesus says that it's the truth that makes one free. And it's my heart along with God's heart that you walk in the freedom that's been released through the relationship with the Lord Jesus. But you got to have information to do that. And so if you're here this morning, you say, Pastor, I feel a connection with this ministry. I feel a connection with you as a pastor. And I want to join. I want to link up. I want to connect with Faith Christians International on today. If that's you, would you lift your hand this morning because we want to receive you as a partner in Jesus' name. Glory to God. God is so good. God is so good. Now, those of you who are watching us online, if one of those appeals were for you, we would love to hear from you. Send us an email at the email that's on the screen behind me. We want to love on you. We want to rejoice with you. We want to pray with you. 
And we want to get some information in your hands so that your relationship with God can be started on the right track. I feel a connection with this ministry. I feel a connection with you as a pastor. And I want to join. I want to link up. I want to connect with Faith Christians International on today. If that's you, would you lift your hand this morning because we want to receive you as a partner in Jesus' name. Glory to God. God is so good. God is so good. Now, those of you who are watching us online, if one of those appeals were for you, we would love to hear from you. Send us an email at the email that's on the screen behind me. We want to love on you. We want to rejoice with you. We want to pray with you. And we want to get some information in your hands so that your relationship with God can be started on the right track. So we want to thank God for you. We'd love to hear from you soon. And thank you for tuning in on today in Jesus' name. So let's celebrate those that are watching us online today. Come on. Let's give them a good